Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Gracias por escucharnos y bienvenidos a podcast Cannabis Talk 101 con su señor Blue. Hey! Erika! <laughs> Hola! <laughs> and? Adrian. Adrian, how you guys doing? That was our... Espanol! Or at least our, our failed attempt at humor, I believe. That was great. We want to thank you guys for joining the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101, listening all over the world in 128 countries, guys. If you want to be part of the show, give us a call at 1-800-420-1980. And you can always check us out on Instagram at Cannabis Talk 101. You can find the Pot Brothers at Law at Pot underscore Brothers underscore at underscore Law. Mark Washerman is at Was Law. Craig is at Was Law Dog. I am one Christopher Wright, and you could find Joe Grande 52 all over social media, guys. And Erica, where can they find your Instagram? It's Eric California, Erica and California combined into one word. And Adrian? By full name, Adrian Marcel Cazares. Man, that sounds too hard to remember. I dropped the mic. You see that? <laughs> Why don't you spell that for us, bud? A D R I A N M A R C E L C A Z A R E S. Well, we have a fantastic show lined up for you guys today. So I'm going to go right into it, man. We're going to have some fun with this. We are calling this True or False. Now, it, you know, it's funny to me because Mark wasn't able to make it here. And I looked down at my phone. He's in Clubhouse as we speak. And he's just talking you know i almost want to just turn it up and just see if he's really talking because it looks like he's talking and well, let me see away from that the end consumer as you pointed at, out he's on really clubhouse to worry about but it's those who are who are making it mark washerman shutting the fuck up well there it is and, and that yeah. wasn't that wasn't recorded guys that was actually mark washerman live in a clubhouse right now 
you know, playing hooky on Cannabis Talk 101. He heard he got caught. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, the truant officer's listening. Oh, that's that's just amazing. <laughs> you got to love it, right? Just call it like you see it, though. When you call it like you see it. So true or false, guys? You guys ready for this? Now, now look yeah. at you already over here looking at the answers. Okay. I wasn't looking. Not, no, I was, Adrian was snooping. Oh. Ah, they look over. He's got his whole <laughs> finger in the cookie jar. All right. Question number one. True or false? The longer you hold cannabis smoke in the higher you'll feel. False. I also believe that's false. You guys are sneaking this. You ain't going to get the second and third one, though. (laughs) It is false. So a lot of people do believe that cannabis smoke in your lungs is going to be... Go ahead, Peanut. You You know what I used to do when I used to smoke? I would swallow it. Swallow the smoke and let it sit there and then just... You've been known to swallow a lot of things that we, we know. <laughs> hey, hey, no, you know, I'll, I'll tell you. you hey, know, we got my kids sitting next to me, man. You can't tell. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, it's like um, a lot of people do believe that, you know, holding it in can help. And actually, it's quite the opposite. Um, you holding in can actually help damage your lungs because there's smoke in there and you're holding it in longer for no reason because once you hit it, it just, boom, automatically goes in and what's going to go in goes in. Question number two, true or false? You cannot take medical marijuana, this is what it says, it's medical cannabis, with you to other states. True or false? True. I'm going to say that's true, but I'd like to put an asterisk next to that because isn't it true now that you can leave or fly out of LAX with a certain amount in your check-in now? So, so okay, that's a slippery slope. You cannot federally fly, right? Right. With it, period. So what what California and LAX did is said, hey, we're not going to stop you from doing it. But they didn't say whether or not they were going to report you for doing it. So another, in other words, if you're saying, yeah, I could fly out of California, you know, and a lot of people got this news and they just went and started backpacking a bunch of cannabis in and they, they throw it through the thing and they go, yeah, it's, it's cannabis, let them go. But then when they land there, they end up getting arrested. And now you got a federal charge for transportation, distribution, everything under the sun. And the answer is true. You cannot take cannabis uh, across state lines. Anytime you jump in the air, it's federal. And it's just not something you can do. None at all? Not even a little amount? You, you can, but you, but you can't do it legally. How about that? You know? I mean, you can do anything you want. It just doesn't mean it's legal. What's up? We got somebody here. What's going on? Uh, nope. Turn the mic on, Hotshot. There you go. Abel wants to chime in. How about a cartridge? I mean, so, so, again, you can, but... Is it illegal? Absolutely. I mean, have I done it? Absolutely. I've jumped on a plane. I've had cartridges. I've had all kinds of things I wasn't supposed to have. <laughs> but but the, the truth is, is if they catch you with it and they make a big stink of it, it could be a federal crime. Now, one pin, I you know, I'm not giving any legal advice here, um, nor am I an attorney. The Pot Brothers at Law are, you know, but you, you can get charges. And so you have to be conscious of that. It's very important. True or false? Edibles are stronger than smoking cannabis. True or false? I don't know. I think they feel completely different. I'm going to say true, and they, she is absolutely right. They do feel completely different. True or false? True. The answer is true. Consuming cannabis. It takes about 90 minutes, but once it hits your liver, it can be 
a lot more intense. It's called 11-hydroxic THC, what it turns into. And it also is stronger than Delta-9, meaning that Delta-9 is the combustible version of cannabis once you hit it. And so, yes, that is very true. True or false? Cannabis cures insomnia. Do you know what insomnia Cures? They're like help. Well, the word is cures. True or false? Mm, cannabis cures I'm, insomnia. I'm going to say false. I'm going to say false as well because you can't make claims. This is true. This is true. Most medical marijuana patients uh, will feel more tired after using cannabis. While it's true that THC makes you sleepy, that doesn't mean it will actually help you sleep better. Very interesting, right? Very interesting. Now, true or false? We got more for you guys. Here we go. Is anybody keeping track of this? (laughs) Cannabis makes you hungry. True or false? True. I'm going to say false because there are strains that I've used on the daily for focusing and things like that. And I would tell you it's more of an appetite suppressant, such as skinny weed provided by your co-host on the Women of Cannabis, Janae Alt. So the question was, true or false? Cannabis makes you hungry. The answer is true. Most cannabis consumers are familiar with cannabis munchies. It's the THC that boosts the appetite. This ability makes it beneficial for those who struggle with poor appetite, including cancer patients undergoing chemotherapy. It's true. Okay, I'm going to slip to another one because he's over there sneaking the price. <laughs> oh, I look over and he's got his finger all in the cookie jar I love every how I'm just, time. I'm just giving him eye contact. No, it you're looking means right nothing at my without page, eye contact. Bro. You're looking right at my page. i got to jump around for this guy. True or false? THC is the only therapeutic compound found in cannabis. False. That is false. 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 Cannabis plant contains a dizzying variety of compounds that might benefit health while thc has long uh, revised the most attention from research communities and general public the rise is cbd research and uh that was a horrible read we're just gonna go to the next one true or false (laughs) it's possible to become addicted to cannabis False. 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 Just because it's safer than drugs like alcohol or opioids does not mean there is zero addiction potential. Next one. True or false? Cannabis is a safe way to relieve morning sickness. True. Very true. False. It's very false. Would you like to do the read? The hemp, you say? Uh, no, no, I didn't say hemp. No, I, I said hemp instead of dropping an F-bomb. So, <laughs> what the hemp, you say? Read, read why. Along with... Along with the recent expansion of cannabis legalization has come a wider <laughs> acceptance of marijuana to treat a variety of conditions for which it has not been tested and may not be safe. One of these is for morning sickness. Health professionals agree that pregnant women should avoid using marijuana while pregnant as it might be as it might negatively influence the healthy development of the baby. Now, I would like to make a change to my answer. When you meant morning sickness, 
I thought you just meant morning sickness in general from like the day before. But, but I, I didn't ask. I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> so just. So if you would, I, I, my, 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 I accept full responsibility for not paying closer attention to that question. Well, sometimes you got to I do pay. not condone that pregnant women consume THC or CBD because, yes, you are well, absolutely right. Well, morning sickness, when, when talked about morning sickness, you're generally talking about women, right? I mean, you know, that have. Have that, you ever worked more than 24 hours in the cannabis space? Did I have morning sickness? Comes, <laughs> morning sickness comes with the territory, man. Yeah. <laughs> it you depends. ever been to, you it ever de- been to Croptober? In November 1st, it, it, you suffer morning sickness. It really depends on who you are. Well, there it is, guys. When we come back, more with Joe Grande and He Goes Green right here on Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101, and now it's time to go green with Grande! Orale pues, you guys, I got a good one right now, and when I talk about going green, I ain't talking about eating a salad, I ain't talking <laughs> about cannabis, really, well I am, but I'm talking about that money it makes in this industry that's been so profitable in so many places, and this story right here is amazing. It's official in Colorado that they've surpassed the $10 billion mark in cannabis sales since 2014 when it all was official out there. So wow, that's what the B players, I'm not saying 10 million, no, 10 billion, billion from Colorado alone. By itself. You know what I'm saying? So when you think of Woo. how much money are these states making since it's gone legal? Well, let's say, folks, Colorado to be legit, it's really 10.2 billion. Colorado mm. cannabis companies have sold more than 10 billion of plant-based material since recreational sales were legalized in 2014, according to the numbers from the state. Now, this figure total sales in January. Check this out, Blue. And Mark and Craig, listen to this. 2021, in January, $187.6 million. Uh. That's a gang load of... Pro- that's, that's mm. mu- and, you know, of course, that's not all profit. They're paying up, but that's still oh, a yeah. lot of money moving. Oh, revenue. And we need really? the moving. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The country needs it. Every state needs it. Bringing sales since January of 2014 to what I said a little minute ago. $10.2 billion. 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 Like a blue with the B. Jeez. Folks, billion. Wow. These sales figures from Colorado Department of Revenue have a little lag of about two months, but it's great that you know that we're getting all this new stuff from the Denver Business Journal and that the agency does not receive real-time data, but they figure it all out after a couple months. And you know what? Not that Colorado is not huge in the black market like California, sure. but just realize this, folks. That's 10.2 in the legal market. That legacy market in Colorado is still popping as well. Let's not you know, yeah, blink an eye and get think, it yeah, you know what I mean? It's <coughs> not as crazy as Cali. But it is out there. As when we were out there, we talked to some folks, and we know that it's it's it goes down, it's and it goes down everywhere. Let's just well, face it. But, but you know, California, it's it's going to be hard because of how how large our, our state is, right? To, for anyone to compete with and us, and how big it is, where you can really score some stuff everywhere. Uh, and, and not only that, we still have a black market that's thriving. But with the 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 legalization and and the the, the taxes that are being paid, I think a lot of these cities are going to start waking up. But you know, for now, we're, we're only partially moving here in California. You know, Colorado kind of opened up the whole state. Oh, dude, they started here. This is the best part about why I'm so happy for Colorado. And shout outs to Wolfpack Dispensaries out there. Yeah, Colorado, man. Yeah. Our guy out there doing big things. But uh, let me finish with this story and read into it and wh- why it makes me so happy. Industry experts point to this landmark as evidence that the state's first in the world experiment has worked despite concern that the youth consumption rates would skyrocket and other fears voiced by anti-legalization advocates. You know, the war on drugs. This is your brain. It's that egg and you're smoking a joint and now you're on meth and you're toothless. And Any you're questions? And that Colorado could stay true to its course, and they did. And guess what? The numbers speak for themselves, and the youth is not consuming more cannabis like the theories of all these advocates that were out there going, oh, no, it's going to tear us down sure. as badly. You know, I've heard they actually exactly. decreased for, for, the, for the kids. And more evidence, just like in Amsterdam, yes. just like in Germany. You're in, in places where things are legal like this, folks, it's... 
It's proof in the anecdotal evidence of yeah. this is what happens. It's not like it gets worse. No, it evens out because it's now everybody well, has it. Well, again, it's like you want what you can't have, right? And you know it's there, so you're like, ah, eh, not a big deal. You know, I think there's a there's a an education level that's being you know, introduced to the world, such as our show, but, but for cannabis, it's like, this is a medical, uh, you know, medicinal value. It's a, it's an adult use value. Um, you know, someday we, we, we hope to say recreational or decriminalized, but for, for now, I think there's a lot of younger youth that are coming up to go, you know, I don't really need cannabis for any medical purposes. And they know that it's, it's, it's used for certain things. Whereas there's, you know, back in our day, it was like, hey, we're getting high, we're smoking. We, you know, it was illegal. It was kind of like, oh my God, I got to hide it. And it wasn't so quote unquote medicinal. We didn't look at it as medical. I mean, growing up, the funny part is, is I'll never forget my mom always scoring. My mom never smoked weed in her life. God bless her soul. And she's, she's passed now 20 some years. But we all, she'd always score some weed to put it, some cannabis, excuse me, sorry, thanks for not jumping on all over my yeah, neck, right? Mark. But she'd score some cannabis to put in the ru- alcohol. Right. So we'd use it in the rubbing alcohol. And I just thought that was like some Mexican Houdini type, you know. You know they did that on La Bamba, right? Did they really? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that scene. What? Yeah, it was near uh, when Bob and uh, Richie were in Mexico with uh, Tata, the the old Mexican guy, when they we made him the little... Uh, 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 the necklace, rosary, rosary. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he put. And he, oh yeah. When they were okay. And then he what? He rubbed rubbing alcohol. Oh, it was on the tattoo, right? When he was yeah, doing a tattoo. tattoo. He was doing a tattoo. I don't remember and, that. God, I gotta go. That's one of my all time favorite. And not only that, you know, there's a few lines in that La Bamba movie. What well, you know? That is just classic forever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Richie! Richie! <laughs> oh, when yeah. he took a shot, and she's like, "This is not my first, and it's not my last." Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I'll tell you one, one thing that 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 hasn't been done, and I, I think it would probably be easy to do is is actually introduce that alcohol to the market. I mean, I haven't right. seen anybody create that rub, and 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 you're right. Historically, you know, my family's used it as well, and I know a lot of Hispanics. Did you guys have it in uh, your yeah, alcohol dude. Well? Like, yes, we did, and so we, we've experimented with a lot of it in our home, you know, but. You know, I, I think there's a, 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 you know, there's a lot of uh, creams and, and, and lotions. I think and it's stuff there like that. now. They've they've made but it an better, alcohol, maybe. but in alcohol, exactly. you know, it's I, not even out there yet. But I think a lot of I think the theory in alcohol is that the alcohol kills the the THC, right? But I, you know, I don't know that that's Good been point. proven. We've got to get a scientist on there. But I feel like even if you maybe put some oils or tinctures in your rubbing alcohol with the higher THC in oh, it. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that would work. Like, if you even grab some of the Cali FX yeah. from the Women of Cannabis, yeah. you know, from uh, Janae's brand, or Christine's brand, I wonder if that, I wonder. I mean, I, I don't know if mixing them... It just, it seems like it would, right? No, it, it, it actually should. I and mean, it makes you me think I want to do it. I yeah, that's, say what, this that's, a great, right now, that's a great, I'm like, let's uh, go back well, and, uh, you know, strike, this. strike this one. <laughs> Not only that, but let's go back and make this because this is an old school remedy. It is. And I don't know if other families did it. Anglos, black, Asian. I just knew that it was very dominant in the Latin culture because not only my household, other households of my cousins and this and that, all Latinos that were like, this is what we did. And it was part of like our cannabis use, this and that. So uh, I just thought it was great. And I I just want to continue with the story. 10 billion in legal regulated sales is a great milestone, especially when viewed through the lens of public safety. And this is said by Truman Bradley, the executive director of Marijuana Industry Group. Now, that's the name of the company, Mark. Don't jump on me. I didn't say marijuana instead of cannabis. I'm strictly <laughs> labeling it, Mark. I know. I don't want you to get on me. You know, you please. 
You don't have to yell at me for it, right? It's the name of the company, okay? Do you he, understand? He's just, he's just saying, he's just saying, so you know. So they, they told the DBJ in an email that, that this, and that's the name of the company. And all this time, ready for this one? Youth cannabis has not gone up. It's a testament to the thoughtfulness and the foresight that early lawmakers, regulators, and industry stakeholders had in coming together to create a safe regulatory model that has now been widely adopted nationwide. To reach the next $10 billion like Colorado just did, though, it is important that current lawmakers and stakeholders follow and their predecessors predecessors, excuse me, not predecessors, predecessors, footsteps, and continue a measured, evidence-based approach to safe regulations. So Colorado surpassing that $10 billion mark, it's just huge, and it goes to show how one state is killing it out there. Of course, California is killing it. But for those out there who questioned and there was a lot, dog. I you mean, know, when Colorado I, did this in twenty in two thousand fourteen. Oh no! It was it, you know again. It was it was taboo. It was like the world was going to end, and then all of a sudden, you find out a few years later with that anecdotal anecdotal anecdotal. I like that uh, Mark's paper you know, matches his shirt. That pink yeah, pink. yeah, it's beautiful. You know, the the anecdotal uh, evidence is proving that you know again that that there's not more teen use. It, it proves that there's tax dollars being paid. It proves that it's a system that is actually going to work, and it's beautiful to see. And I, and I I think there's it's no secret to us that have been in the industry, but to the people that don't know, they're starting to wake up and go, "Wow, this is working." And and it's funny because I, I'm going to look at both of you guys and and ask you, Mark, as well, with your 16 year old boy, right? You have a 16 year old son. Yes. And Blue, I think your 16 year old boy. I think they're actually yes. complete. <laughs> Opposites, as far as when I say opposites, meaning <laughs> sure. Blue Sun steals the car, goes out driving, <laughs> smokes a joint here and there, almost I, gets a felony. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mark's yeah. defending him, <laughs> and then Mark on your like it's an extreme opposite. Extreme. Right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm making an assumption because I'm thinking of teens, right? Sure. Going, some are the, and not that your boys are the crazy, but I feel it's like your boys are the normal. It's just different. And Mark's timing. are the good. Mark has that good 16 year old boy, like. I yeah, say that, but yeah, Mark, the, yeah the good know. ones, the quiet ones, well, we got to exa- worry about. Exactly. Don't I don't say they're they're slow team, learners. They're just slow learners. I don't learners. know about slow learners. He could be the porn star <laughs> capital. Who knows what he's into? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's... he's I'm just saying for cannabis use only for this Colorado story, does your son, or do you know a 16-year-old boy, because we know Blue's 16-year-old boy, has experimented. Has your son, or do you know, has experimented, or do you think he could have... First off, has he experimented? As far as I know, That's he has not. I certainly don't claim to that I know for sure. I, because you have enough roaches. Uh, who knows? He can yeah, grab he, daddy's yeah, roaches yeah. and do a hash I, I, pipe bowl in a heartbeat. I know the things I did that my parents still don't know about. Yes. So I'm not going to assume that. No, just because I think it. Thank God that I, sheep farm wasn't too far. <laughs> <laughs> going I'm assuming. Oh, I assume. <laughs> that he has. I assume that he hasn't. You know, but yeah. I, and I've asked him. He says he hasn't. I do. Don't. You think? I don't think he. You has. think Jules will do it before him? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yes. Yes. That's yes. And she, Jules is the seven-year-old. She's the seven-year-old. Yeah. yeah. She's, 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 she's already no, she's eight. better than the boys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's about it. She grooves like when she, you see Jules. She's uh, like this young woman moving. of like it's the like, kids. I and hate she's it. The baby of the kids going. You guys shut up. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, so it's you know, funny. It, but it's, so, so the anecdotal evidence there in, in Colorado, as it's gone down, just amongst us, but even with my 21-year-old daughter, she experimented at a 16-year-old age as well in, in a use, you know, experimenting with it. So it's just, I think it's hit and miss, but yeah. I don't think it's so like oh now that cannabis is around more it's getting worse it's and getting no, better it's better it's it makes be- it less attractive so, you know i did a i did an interview a little while ago with a guy in the uk he was interviewing me and he asked me at the end what do you think about legalizing other drugs and i said i think all, all drugs yeah. should be legalized and i think crime and all the abuse will go down cuz people want what they can't have yeah. and when you take it away oh i want that even more i don't i mean I think addiction problems would would go way down if it was readily accessible, like uh, over the counter. Well, and Advil. Also, you could almost over the counter mushrooms. Over the counter, you know, give me a line. Yeah, yeah. give me a bump over the counter. I think we're going that Micro-dose. direction. Microdose. I think we're going you in that direction. <laughs> I'm Joe Grande. That's your Go Green moment. We'll be back after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. 
you just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Joe Grande just went green, and we are back. And listen, I've got Adrian and Erica here. Adrian, who are you? I am me. No, but who are you, man? Tell I'm the U.S. Ambassador to former President Vicente Fox from Mexico. And Erica, who are you? I'm an intern here at Cannabis Talk 101. You know, it's funny. You guys just end up on the show, and, and you never know what's going to happen around here. Peanut might do something crazy. Pitt might sneak away. You never know. I mean, the things, like they're making moves right now. I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something crazy. Mark Carnes is in the back of my man, just holding it down right there for us. And Abel is yawning like he's supposed to. And so, you know, Adrian, listen, you know, we talk about, you know, President Vicente Fox and everything that's happening around cannabis. And it's, it's funny because, you know, I, I think a lot of people would not see somebody like him putting his name on the line for cannabis. But he has. Why do you think that is? Again, as we discussed earlier, I think it very much has to do with the forward thinking mentality of healing this planet and leaving it in a better form than once we received it. You know, as you said before, he's he's 79 years old. You know, he understands that he's only got a finite amount of time to really just keep running on all 12 cylinders. So he wants to do everything he can ensure to leave this planet in better shape for his grandchildren, his great, 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 great grandchildren, and the legalization of not just cannabis, but all prohibited materials throughout the land as it relates to as it relates to plant medicine sure is is the legacy to leave behind to leave someone else to carry on now that's that's beautifully adequately said now erica growing up in a hispanic family do you feel that your family is looks at cannabis as a you know a a good thing or a bad thing and has and and has or has their uh you know views changed um, I think all my life they've seen it as a really bad thing. Like um, one time my mom found some edibles and she freaked In your out. Room? Yeah. Nice. You've been busted. <laughs> yeah, I have. And um, I've told her like, oh, I don't do it anymore. But it's just because I don't want to deal with, you know, her lectures. Mentirosa. Te va a castigar Dios. Vas a ver. Yeah, you're lying, huh? It's just going at it. Why? And, and, and mm. how old are you? I'm 23. So at this age, I mean, you know, you could just tell them, right? You could just be like, look, I'm, I'm a, an adult, you know, like, what's what's the deal? Mm-hmm. I think once I move out, I'm going to tell them. Yeah. Living that, there. Because you yeah. might move out sooner if you don't, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go, girl. You know, mm-hmm. you want to smoke cannabis? You're going to be about that life? Go get your life together at your own place, right? In Mexican yeah. households, you know, even, even the men, tradition, old world tradition is if you're a son, you don't move out of mom and dad's house until you're married. That's sure. a very old world Mexico way of, of thinking. When I got into the cannabis space and I was decided, wait a minute, how am I going to tell my parents? A kid from Chicago is now in the legal, legal cannabis space. I left the <laughs> state. I moved to California. Are you legal? And then I called my mom and said, hey, I'm working in weed now. And what'd she say? I don't, well, she didn't have much to say because I hung up right after that. And I don't know any woman that can throw a shoe 1,800 miles. <laughs> it's like a boomerang, smack you in the head and fly back right onto her foot. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling you, you know, it, it, like I said, you know, growing up in, in, in Los Angeles myself, you know, and I, I had, 
you know, I don't care what anybody says. You know, you grew up in L.A., you're Mexican, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, I don't, you know, you could be Puerto Rican, community. You can grow up in know, Miami. It doesn't Cuban, matter. You're Cuban. Yeah, Dominican. You're, you're in L.A., you're Mexican, right? And, you know, you could be white in L.A., you're Mexican. But, you know, the reality is, is that, uh, you know, the the... The, the, the culture down there, you know, I used to, you know, come out of my house, I could smoke a joint with my pops, you know, um, and my friends would be like, hey, dude, like, don't, don't, like, you know, don't bring that shit, don't, don't, it's not cool at my house, you know, and we're like, what, like, uh, no, yeah, don't, no, 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 don't, don't show up with cannabis over here, you hide that, put it in your shoe, make, make sure you don't smell it, because my mom smells it, she will go crazy, you know, and I've been in rooms, you know, where, you know, the mom walks in, she could smell the weed and just that chancla comes flying across the room. <laughs> ah, you know, and my buddy's yelling, oh, man, dude. And his mom's like, get out of the house, you know, bandidos or whatever she was calling us. Desgraciado. Yeah, she was just beating everybody in the room. I think I got smacked upside the head on the way out. I mean, it's not it's not a cultural thing for, for Hispanics. I mean, but but now that Mexico's coming on legal and and their Hispanic market is growing and we know where it all comes from. And I think there's a stigma behind it because the cartels have ran it for so long. So the families are like, stay away from that. Right. Unless you're in that, you stay away from that. That's something you don't want to get involved in. But the, the market is changing. And I, and I think the education with the medical medicinal values is going to help. And I think, you know, a lot of families may have used it for, you know, cooking and uh, maybe creating like, you know, like we, we've talked about previously was the, um, you know, uh, alcohol with with uh, THC or cannabis in it, you know, mm -hmm. soaking in it to create like something that you'd rub on a cut or an open wound. I think those things are going to widely awaken the the Latin market right now, and and more than ever, there's a lot of people still saying, "No, this is this is ignorant. Why are we doing this?" Absolutely, I can tell you one of the uh, foundation's initiatives uh, as it relates to Vamos Mexico. We discussed about taking care of children and the elderly with cannabis. Uh, I have an initiative that I've developed with the president and the first lady to create a CBD gummy approved for children. Wow. And, you know, you think of there's uh, there's actually a little girl that has been identified in the town of Plainfield, Illinois. She, she was born with Down syndrome. At two years old, this little girl was diagnosed with leukemia. She's nine years old now, and she's in remission, thank God. But remission is a word that we in the cannabis industry have grown to, to hate. You know, not to make claims to say that the plant can cure, but it can absolutely assist in these disabilities and diseases. So, you know, going back to how you were saying how, you know, the president can put his name on the line, put his family's name on the line. Sure. And whether it's in, in line of uh, the public, you know, the line of fire in the public eye, or as you said, some of these sanctions of these organizations in Mexico that may have not favored legalization because it, it takes away from their slice of the pie. Right. This goes beyond that. Nobody can look at this and say, no, we're not going to help a child. Well, I think that's going to be the awakening, right? There's going to be a lot of families that maybe have, you know, dis kids with disability as we speak, and they go, wait a minute, like, I can use cannabis. And th that's when, you know, your neighbor tells your neighbor, you know, and word of mouth spreads faster than anything, you know. And, and, and so when you start to go into, a, a you know, somebody that has, like, Down syndrome and their child is hyper hyperactive or super tensioned or whatever the different, you know, illnesses may be out there, you're looking at a child – and that child makes a difference in, in for a better cause. I mean, that, that child, like you see them, you know, can't stop moving and then they calm down and they're relaxed and they're, uh, you know, they show a different facial expression. That will change the whole history of, of the cannabis industry in a whole, but not only that, but 
the country of Mexico and any other country, I believe. Exactly. And then you know, just one last point, you know, as you said to at the beginning of this segment, to assist in changing the stigma, which I believe that's an onus that we all, again, across the entire cannabis and hemp industry, we all carry that onus to change the stigma. And then, you know, to be able to assist uh, Spanish-speaking, uh, Spanish-speaking community members such as Erica's parents, who their stance right now in cannabis and hemp is so old world. Yeah. But if we can help change that stigma and understand, no, this, this is a way to heal. It's not a way to demonize, and it's not a tool to demonize minorities. Blue, you and I have had extensive conversations on how cannabis has been used to demonize sure. minorities and, and you know, marijuanos <laughs> and dealers. I mean, not, not, just, not just brown, but black and yellow, everybody. Yeah. You know, this has been used as a tool to demonize, and now we're on the precipice of, wait a minute, we can change that. And it's our duty to change that. Yeah, no doubt. And, and it's, it's important to, to continue the message and get it out there. But now it's time for the high five. How old were you the first time you smoked and where did you get it from? The first time I smoked cannabis, I was 17 years old and I was three weeks into an internship at the Walt Disney World College program in Orlando, Florida. That joint was given to me. I can't say her name because we're still friends and she holds a position at the company, but I can say she was Cinderella. Nice. Cinderella got you high for the first time. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. She brought me to the Magic Kingdom. Dale, fantastic. Was there any other good stories you want to talk about Cinderella? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I mean... His mouth dropped, by the way. <laughs> Question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? I'm a purist. Flower is, flower is my choice. Uh, I love using palm kings mm-hmm. i like erica i'm not great at rolling but if you know palm <laughs> kings are my absolute favorites blazy susans are my absolute favorite blazy susan blazy susans Expl- my boy will explain that real quick so to, to us listeners here if y'all don't know you need to know there's a company called blazy susan and they have these pre-roll cones that are vegan and they're pink and that's their stick. So like a Lazy Susan, like a little yeah. Lazy Susan in your kitchen, it's Blazy Susan. They've got your rolling trays. Amazing, amazing merch for, for the cannabis enthusiast. Blazy Susan, look him up on Instagram. Will is a fantastic CEO. He, nice. is, one of the, he is one of the pure beings that really holds a vibration in our industry. Wow, well said, well said. Question number three of the high five. Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis? President Adrian. Fox's Hacienda. What you got? Did did Mr. Fox smoke with? No, 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 no. <laughs> I no, had no, to no, ask, no. baby. So full disclosure: President Fox himself does not consume, and he has never tried it. So this way, he's able to be an advocate for the true intentions and the science behind the plant. Uh, but this was down at the um, at the Hacienda San Cristobal, right next to the Centro Fox Presidential Library of Studies, and uh, one of the OG growers. Actually, there were two there. There was Ed Rosenthal. Everybody knows sure. and loves Ed Rosenthal. And another gentleman that we shall just name Gus. And Gus looks at me and says, hey, son, I've got these two vape pens here. And if you take both of these at the same time, it's like taking a dab. Nice. And I looked at him. It said, challenge accepted. There's, there's a video. I'll show you guys after the show of me in full suit with a little fox pin on and everything and just going to town on these things. And you, were, you hit it. And then what, what happened? About 15 minutes later, 
I go into the venue to hear a gentleman named Barry Grissom. Now, for those who you don't know, Barry Grissom is the former district attorney from the great state of Kansas. He helped co-author what we now know as the Cole Memo, yes. which the Cole Memo allows states to choose whether they're going to be involved in cannabis, and it keeps the feds from rolling in. So I had the fortune of meeting Mr. Grissom, and I was later, later hired by his firm to work as their global director of tactical operations, uh, Electrum Partners out of Las Vegas. But he was the only speaker I wanted to hear. So I go into the pavilion. I'm nice and high and charged up. I'm going to hear my buddy speak. And then I look down at my phone and I see ding. And it's a message from President Fox's senior advisor in all caps that says, get your ass to President Fox's office right now. Oh, no. So I'm thinking they <laughs> saw me smoke and I'm about to get in trouble. So I get up in this pavilion and I'm booking it full sprint about a good thousand feet. And I get to the office and he goes, yeah, I just wanted to see if you'd run. Nice. So he knew. <laughs> he knew. He knew. He <laughs> knew. Question number four of the high five. What is your go to munchie after you get high? Ooh, it is a toss-up between the soft-baked vegan snickerdoodle cookies at Trader Joe's or my uh, my little special creation of a vegan pizza at Whole Foods. Tell us about the special creation. The special creation. Now, for those of you who don't know, you can go to Whole Foods and get any of their pizzas, and they'll make it vegan. So you can say, give me a pepperoni pizza, and it's vegan. Peanut, you're giving me that right here? All right. Th- are you here Thursday? Thursday, I am bringing pizza, and I am changing your life. Now, nice. I'm from Chicago. We don't mess around with our pizza. Right. Deep dish pizza, thin crust pizza, which thin crust is actual Chicago-style pizza. Sure. We, we invented that. Everybody thinks it's deep dish. But this pizza, it's double sauce, it's double cheese, it's spinach, it's mushrooms, it's crushed red pepper, it's all kinds of great stuff. And they've got this tempe bacon, you swear, is like regular bacon. It, it sets this pizza off. Really? Yes, sir. Nice. How's the, how's the actual the, 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 the dough? The, do- the dough's awesome. Now, you do got to tell them, and this is a tip for me to you. This is a pizza expert tip, a pro tip if you go to Whole Foods Chicago to get this pro pizza. Tip. You have to tell them to make it well done because, and Whole Foods, I love y'all. I am not knocking you. This is not a criticism, but you don't leave it in there well enough. It's, a, it's almost like the Giordano's of pizza. You don't leave it in there well enough. It's undercooked. It's not crispy. It almost ruins the pizza. Sure. Question number five of the high five. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Jesus. Why? Come on, man. Why bullshit? If you're going to go with the greatest person in history, just sit down. Just smoke a blunt with JC. JC, let's go. I mean, you know, you don't smoke with him every day? Dang. Hit you with that one. Dang. Ah, That part, huh? You know, I'm gonna, dude. I didn't know you were gonna preach when I got on here. I'm gonna have to do some self reflection on this. You know, it's one of those things, man. You know, Jesus is everywhere, right? That's what that's what you know the tale says. And so, if that's the tale, then you know he's you smoked with him every time you smoked. Well, you did say dead or alive, so might as well just cover all our bases, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's give it. Let's give another one. Who else would you like to smoke with? Ah, you know what, Frank Sinatra. Wow, why Sinatra? Frank Sinatra. You know, growing up, uh, my dad, uh, my I had an older dad. He was born in 1947. He got into sales. In, yes. in, I'm sorry, he was born in 1927. In 1947, <coughs> he became a union liquor salesman in Chicago. And he was the first non-Jewish, non-Italian liquor salesman in the city sure, of Chicago. Sure. 
So my dad, you know, I got I got his little fedora right here. I wear his watch and one of his fox rings. His fox ring actually belonged to him. No way. And I'm just I grew up a Sinatra guy. So you think of someone like him, the Rat Pack, Dean Martin, Vegas, Heavy. the Booze, the Lifestyler, Marilyn Monroe, Joe DiMaggio, JFK, someone who lived life and made life his own. They made jokes about weed, but drinking was their thing. So if I think if you can take a culture like the 1960s and replace something as illicit that really doesn't do a benefit for the body, like alcohol, sure. and introduce cannabis, which that is the big difference. I really don't like when they say, oh, alcohol and cannabis is the same. Well, no, it's not. Right. Alcohol doesn't alleviate or, or heal you. But yeah, I think it'd be Frank Sinatra, and I'm, uh, I'm an avid uh, performer myself. I actually sing. I used to host uh, Sundays in my when I was younger. Uh, we had a, a trio, and it was called Simply Sinatra. It was a stand-up bass. We want to hear it. Just stop the talk. Yeah. Let's, we want to hear the sing. Let's go. <clears throat> if you're going to sing, let's do it. This is actually a, a Harry Connick Jr. song called One Fine Day. Okay, let's mm. go. One Fine Day, wor world premiere. When you're walking, I see you. And I wonder what it's gonna be like to be with you. I done messed up the song because I started thinking about the woman I was gonna sing this song to. I done jacked that up. Oh, wow. Who's that beautiful woman? Uh, I cannot confirm nor deny her name because she is an actual woman that works in this industry. So, you know, as, as our fabulous, go. as our fabulous uh, hosts say, I believe it's time for me to shut the fuck up. Well, there it is, guys. We <laughs> want to thank you guys for joining us. A Adrian, thank you so much. Well, Erica, thank you so very much. Thank you guys for joining the show. And remember this, it's Cannabis Talk 101. If no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.